Good morning. Uh, so he's been teaching in the temple all morning. And people have been coming to him, Pharisees, Sadducees, and Herodians, to question him, to see if he's faultless and blameless. And he answers all of their questions with flying colors. There is no, no blemish found in him. And he gets, they get done talking to him and he asks them a question about who is the Messiah. And for being religious leaders that know the scriptures so well, they don't have a very good answer. They have no... And he turns from them to teach his disciples. It said last week, he teaches multitudes and the disciples. And we looked last week about how his disciples should be. If you remember, don't do your works to be seen by men. Don't lay heavy burdens on people that you that you can't that you're not going to help them with. Don't be pious and religious to show off to people. Don't desire to be the best, but desire to be humble. Don't raise other people up on a pedestal. God sees us all as, as equals. そして、え、私たちはみんな平等なので誰かをあげたり、誰かされたりしない。え、to help them to avoid into falling into the same traps that these religious leaders have fallen into. It's interesting we see this contrasting the, the Beatitudes that we read about in the beginning of Matthew. I'm split this into four sections. We're going to cover two of the sections this week and two sections next week. In the first section, we're going to see that the, the job of the Pharisees and Sadducees, the office, the religious leader's duty as hypocrites. Then we're going to look at the outside the hypocrites, how, how the hypocrites deal with people and deal with God. The next week we're going to look at the inside of the hypocrites, that they're empty. And finally, 
we're going to look at the warning that these, these hypocrites are so self-deceived that they cannot see God right in front of them. So that's where we pick up in Matthew 23, verses 13 through 15. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for you neither go in yourselves nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you devour widows' houses and for pretense make long prayers. Therefore you will receive greater condemnation. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, Hypocrites, for you travel land and sea to win one proselyte, and when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourself. So we start with the word woe. What does woe mean? It means to execute judgment on someone. To proclaim trouble or suffering. Or it can mean to proclaim sadness. And in this situation, all those definitions fit what's going on here. Judgment, suffering, and sadness. And then he uses the word hypocrites, which we've looked at before, kind of a long time ago. Another good definition of this word is pretenders. They're pretending to be religious. They're pretending to be holy. And they're really not. We looked at them in the Sermon on the Mount when they were standing on the street corners making sure they were in public places when they were praying publicly. Jesus is saying, don't behave like these people. This is the job description of what a Pharisee is. Don't do this. <laughs> job description. The Pharisees are, are like pastors, if you remember. They're the more conservative um, Israelite religious leaders. On Sabbath days, they, they would gather people, they'd read the word, they'd teach, they'd explain it. And it's kind of like a modern day pastor. But instead of teaching God's word, which is the path to salvation, which is, is how we get right with God, they put it down, they put it aside, and they teach man made rules and man made traditions instead. And 
they, they may start with one verse, one little nugget of truth, and then they'll, they'll expound off and go off, and then they'll find their human rules that, that uh, the rabbi so-and-so had made up, and then they'll start pro- talking more and more about that. They're not teaching the way to the kingdom of heaven. They're teaching the rules. I need to follow this rule, that rule, this rule, this this guy added this rule, and now I'm going to add this extra rule. They're just teaching rules how, how to walk in the world, but not with God. It's like if I were to come here on Sundays and I just leave this book over here and get, I'll get out a devotional and I'll get out, I'll read the one verse and I'm going to tell you what this other guy has said. Or a little, little this book's on prayer. Let me just get this book that, that John Smith wrote on prayer. Let me just tell you what he said. This is not replace what we should be doing at church. When we take people away from the inspired word of God, we are getting in between God and people. And so it may be well meaning adding these new doctrines and these new rules and, and these devotionals can give you really good advice on how to make more time for prayer or how to better understand the Psalms. There's good things about them. So at the point in time that it replaces your your walk with the Lord, reading His Word and and truly going to it. You slowly start to turn away from God and turn back to men. Now there's um, a practical example of this because this is still happening today. We don't just have Pharisees and Sadducees 2,000 years ago. We've got people today teaching false doctrines. There's a church in Texas with 45,000 members and it's a church. It's uh, run by a gentleman named Joel Olstein, who I do not suggest you go listen to. <laughs> he might use one nugget of truth, maybe misquoted out of the Bible. But then he'll say, You're all good people at heart. You're not bad. He doesn't talk about sin. It's all positive messages, health, wealth, and prosperity. First steps to, this is a quote, first steps to financial prosperity is to tithe. This is a quote from his book called The Best Life Now, Chapter 1. Best Life Now. 
Uh, page four. On page. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. If you don't think you can have something good, you never will. The barrier is in your mind. Your own wrong thinking can keep you from God's best. To experience God's immeasurable favor, you must get rid of yourself of that small mind thinking and start expecting God's blessings. Start anticipating promotion and supernatural increase. You must conceive it in your heart before you can receive it. In other words, you must make increase in your own thinking. Then God will bring those things to pass. Chapter 1. Joel, Stan, Don't. Don't. I don't know. えっと、なんか、and they call themselves Christians. But instead of teaching the whole word of God, they're teaching the shrouded version where you only get the best, the, the happy go lucky, pleasant stuff. And they skip over the foundation stone that is Christ, where we either have to be broken upon it or it's going to crush us. And there are the big, big problems, like with the Pharisees and Sadducees and Joel Osteen. These are really big, obvious, not okay things. Do we not do this? Do we not become legalistic in our own walk, in our own life? Do we prefer to read devotionals, listen to sermons, read anything and everything but the Bible to get our, our word? Do we quote pastors or theologians more than we quote God's holy word? Are we deceived that reading about man's inspiration of God's inspiration is better than reading God's inspiration? That's what these Pharisees were doing. They're not going in themselves and they're not going to show you how to get into the kingdom of heaven. Although they had the roadmap and they've had it for centuries. So again, we say here read and pray every single day. 
Next, we have、uh, the Pharisees devouring widows' houses. I believe in the literal interpretation of the Bible, like when he talks about creation and the story of Jonah, I believe that there are literal things. I believe all of the Bible is literal. Amen. But there is hyperbole every once in a while in the Bible. You need to be able to tell the difference between hyperbole and what is literally happening. The Pharisees are not eating houses. でもこの宗教指導者たちっていうのはこのやもめのホスピタリティだとかはまあここには書かれていませんがえっとまあやもめのそういうところをまあ代用しているわけです。They make long prayers in the streets or for pretense. So that you see me as being more holy because I can make this really long, elegant sounding prayer. And they make these phrases Oh, great God, creator, and they'll just, just really lavish it on. We don't need to make them long. We, he knows what we need before we even pray. And if we're making these long, lavish prayers that sound so elegant, we're not doing it so that we please God. We're doing it so that other people see us and think, oh, how holy, how. Listen to the way he talks, o l d in King James. こういうなんかエレガントなお祈りをするとき、それは神様を喜ばせようとしているわけではなくなって、人に見られるためにするようになるのです。でも神様は長いお祈りを嫌いということではありません。そのプライベートなところで自分の心をも神様に注ぎなさいというふうに言っています。The scriptures say that we should pray without ceasing, which must be the longest prayer ever. But don't do it. Look at me. Look at me. I'm holy. Look at the, my tassels. Look at my large box on my forehead. Not to be seen by men. And hopefully, we won't have this problem of taking advantage of people. Hopefully, we don't have this problem. Of taking advantage of people. Of devouring widows' homes. Expecting other people to buy our meals for us. Using our power or position to garner favors. And this is in the church and outside the church. If you're a boss, if you're an employee, don't 
don't go out and try to do this to for the sake of other people. Are we pointing them to God by the way we act, by the way we walk? And says that they will receive a greater condemnation. Those that take advantage of people, those that use people, God's going to judge them more harshly. Number three, job description. You get to travel for work. Travel land and sea to go make one convert into your false doctrine. You go and teach them your man-made rules and your false doctrines and, and it says it makes them twice the sons of hell. How quickly something that was based on God's word starts to, through compromise, Add other man-made rules。If I teach something that's that's not from the Bible, it's this added doctrine that's not in here. Who's to say I can't go a step further and add more and add more and add more? We've looked at previously about the Israelites adding kolban. Kolban is the word. Instead of honoring their father and their mother, they are compromising with these human-made rules so they wouldn't have to pay for their upkeep when they got old. And through small compromises, taking taking the truth and breaking it apart and trying to make it a physical, this is how I walk in the world, this is how I act, and then you ignore God's heart, you're left with no truth. So the example of this is there are people called Quakers. Where they used to be very solid on the Bible and, and built upon the Word of God. They've slowly made these changes so that they're very different now. The Quaker meetings are everyone gathers together, there's no greetings, you don't talk, you come and sit in a room quietly. And the idea is that the Holy Spirit should lead the meeting. And so if he says, the Holy Spirit says, here's a song, here's a prayer, here's some scripture. I love the heart behind it, but it has 
through those compromises has completely changed what it is. Now you can come in and never hear a thing about God and leave. There's no prayers, there's no message, there's no God's word. How, how can you know God's word if you don't hear God's word? So atheists can come in off the street and sit down and have some nice quiet time to reflect on their thoughts for an hour and then go home, never hearing anything about God. Yeah, so there's this, um, so we have to use scripture. We have to make everything we do founded in scripture. This is the standard in which we will be judged. This is what we're called to be responsible for. So when we're responding to people, when we tell them like, oh, this is good and this is bad. Don't fool them into thinking it's from human logic that we get our good answers from within because that's just going to fool them. It's going to confuse them. I like to give my my wisdom and then the scripture that supports what I just told them. If I never point them to the scriptures, I become the the holy priest, the, the person that stands between them and God, and I don't want to be that person. I need to lead them to God. I need to lead them to Jesus, teaching Jesus' words. In English, we have a saying. Give a man a fish, or give a man a fish, and you can eat for a day. Teach a man to fish, and he can eat his entire life. この聖書っていうのは黄金よりも、えっと、
I could spend gold so quickly, but the wisdom that's found in this book never runs out.あ、テイクアドバンテージオブピーポル。ユーザーホスピタリティ、アンドジャスト、テイクアドバンテージオブピーポル。あ、テイクアドバンテージオブピーポル。ユーザーホスピタリティ、アンドジャスト、テイクア
don't miss that they, these Pharisees and Sadducees are teaching the people how to lie. That it's okay to fulfill the promise. You have to fulfill the promise if you swear on the girl. But if you just swear on the temple, you don't have to do that. It's the same way that in the Old Testament it talks about people count, counting the cost. So God prefers mercy or obedience over sacrifices. The, they were teaching people, it's, you, you can't cuss. I've got a, a sheep, so I can go commit this sin. I can commit this crime. I've got, I got the pain. I got the get out of jail free card to be right with God. God's always saying, I want obedience so that you're not making sin in the world, so you're not bringing sin into your relationships and your community. Stop sinning. It's not about the sacrifice. That's not the point of the sacrifices. The point of the sacrifice is that when you do mess up, there's a way in the Old Testament, there's a way for you to be made right with God again. You're taking advantage of, of how God wanted us to walk. And these Pharisees are teaching how to twist words so that they can do whatever they wanted to do. And they're blind. They don't see what they're valuing. They're valuing gifts and gold above God and holiness. Where do we run when we have trouble? Our bank accounts or to fall on our knees and pray to God? What's the most valuable thing you have in your life? Is it God's word or is it a relationship? And they're teaching them all these little ways of, of getting around being obedient. And the Bible is sufficiently clear on its own. They're, they're teaching, they're going beyond what God has said. They're called blind guides. They're leading them astray. Instead of leading them to the holiness of God and His revealed word.
make false promises and we intend to lie, we intend not to carry it out, we are going to be smirched the name of God. As you represent God on earth, you're his ambassador. When you say something but don't carry it through, that gets attributed to God. Look at those Christians, they don't follow what they preach. If we love the Lord, when we speak, when we say yes or no, when we make a promise or an oath, which I the Bible suggests that you don't make those oaths. We have to fall through with them. We have to complete whatever we've said. And in the Sermon on the Mount, it says that even to our hurt, even to our pain, if we do not follow through with them, even if it costs us more money, we have to keep our word. Do we look like the world, do we act like the world, or do we look like God's ambassadors? He simply wants our yes to be yes and our no, no. So we move on to the fifth woe, sacrifices done in the name of God. Talks about tithing, mint, annies, and cumin, these herbs in their little herb garden. And he's saying that you're ignoring the important stuff, the stuff that I really want you to do. Tithe means to give a tenth of what you make or a tenth of what you have. That's what tithe means. Jesus here is saying, you're doing the one thing, but there is something weightier, something greater that you need to be doing. Justice. Fairness. As to our meekness. How it's really how we love our neighbor to seek justice among people. Don't go too far. This is not seeking revenge. This is not the kind of justice we're talking about. This is about seeking to free oppressed people. Not posturing to make yourself feel better or to do good works. We need to be seeking God's will when we seek to do God's justice. だから私たちは正義をするとき、そしたら自分がの気持ちが良くなるとかそういうことではなくて、必ず神様の意思を求めなければいけません。
have mercy. Forgiveness. Radical forgiveness. There's a woman who's caught in adultery. And Jesus says, You that are without sin, throw the first stone. Surprise, they were all sinners. But the one guy that was there that wasn't a sinner? Who had a right to stone her, to follow the letter of the law? He chose not to. He instead said, Turn from this life and sin no more. And that's how Jesus, that's how God incarnate walked on this earth, showing mercy to people. And in Christian history, we have not done a great job of showing mercy to people. The first guy that started to translate the Bible into English. Big no no. He and his colleagues, he, he died before this happened. But shortly thereafter, his colleagues were burned at the stake for translating the Bible into English. That's showing mercy and showing understanding and showing just the way that God works. It looks more like the world condemning and judging and, and telling them they're wrong and no, you can't do that. They were so worried about control and power that they went beyond what God said. To show mercy. So Jesus could have called down lightning and fire and destroyed the Pharisees and the hypocrites. He could have done that. He could have called hosts of angels down. But he didn't. Because when we do that, we start to look like the world. We start to look like those hypocrites, those people that condemn, those rule mongers, and we turn into the thing that we hate, that we should hate. And finally, faith. Faith in what? In God and in His redemptive plan to save us through the blood of Christ. And you've got some verses there, Romans 10 17. Don't, you can go read it later, but we, we, when we hear the word, we come to faith and we can learn and understand who God is.
、えっと、ローマ人への手紙10章の17節にありますが、私たちは言葉を。えっと、ローマ人の手紙10章の17節に、そのように信仰は聞くことから始まり、聞くことはキリストについての御言葉によるのですと書いてあります。Are we forgetting the weightier matters? Are we more interested in our, our outward works? Are we more interested in doing what God has to do? So, I think it's a good question. Are we worried about justice, mercy, and faith? Or following rules and regulations that men have made? それとも人々が作ったルールとか規則についてもっと心配していますか、えっと、ここで目の見えぬ手引きが、えっと、ブヨを越して除くっていうふうに書いてあります。えっと、このパリサイトっていうのはワインとかを飲むときにこう。そうです。そのかもそうです。Ignoring huge passages of what God has said on how we should be. They make compromises at every turn with God's word. And these Pharisees and Sadducees, religious leaders, are leading people astray. 宗教指導者たちっていうのは人々をこう間違った正しい道から間違った方向に導いています。By walking with outward appearance of walking holy. Let me say that again. By making themselves look holy, they cause others to stumble. 自分より清く見せるようにすることで他の人々をつまずかせています。They're putting those weights on other people that they're not willing to help carry. I have to strain everything I drink through a cloth. I don't have time for that. <laughs> They're seeking to make themselves holy. They're seeking to trust in their outward works. Instead of seeking God's heart and being right with Him within themselves. They're missing who the, the Savior of the world is. They're missing the Messiah because they don't need a Messiah. Because he's, they're not telling people that they're sinners, that they need to be made right with God. They're giving them rules. We need to, to keep a careful eye on our walk 
Because we are so quick and so so easily turned back to fallen rules. Trying to do it in our own strength and then looking down on people that aren't doing it like we're doing it. Mm. How often we want other people to see our, our holy deeds and our good works so that they can praise us here on, heaven, on earth. But instead of being concerned with what God sees, what God is going to judge our hearts. We become blind ourselves to God's word. They're sinners just like we're sinners. But the difference is we're not relying on works of the law. Jesus' disciples have to rely on Jesus. I have to come to the fact that I can't do it by myself. I cannot work my way into heaven. I have to rely on the blood of Christ, the sacrifice he made to make me right with God. To have that weightier matter of faith in God, first and foremost in our life. Lord God, thank you for this time that we've gotten to gather together to look at your word. Lord God, please move your Holy Spirit among your people and call us back to repentance. How easy it is for us to fall back into the ways of the Pharisees. Place rules above you, Lord God. Change our hearts, transform us from the inside out. You're good and faithful. Please help us never forget that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.